Hello, hello. This is DJ Broca, and you are listening to Pills, Easy to Swallow Stories in Medicine. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about food. So why talk about food on a show about medicine? Well, as you might know, some of the biggest problems in medicine these days aren't infectious diseases. We're not as worried about viruses and bacteria as we were maybe 100 years ago. But we've got tons of chronic health conditions like heart disease, obesity, diabetes that confront us every day. And one of the biggest prescriptions for any of these is eat a healthy diet. Now, when it comes to eating a healthy diet, you'd think that'd be simple, right? Just kind of watch what you eat and that should be enough. But yet, I think a lot of us have a lot of trouble figuring out what that even means and what should you be watching. I think just the idea that all these health fads come in and out all the time is a good example of, you know, we're not sure and we kind of give in to whatever's the latest uh, uh, craze for that. Uh, so today on the program, I'm really excited to have with me a um, uh, food expert, I'd like to say. I mean, uh, you know, somebody who's definitely thought about this for a long time and uh, uh, hopefully will give us some great insight into what to eat. Um, so I'd like to introduce So. Uh, welcome to the program. Welcome to Pills. Um, thanks for having me. So basically, before I start, I want to say instead of um, eating for health, um, I would like to say this is like a personal journey. I am not aiming to give any type of uh, advice or I'm uh, advice or anything like that. But this is more like my personal journey. And hopefully you'll gain something from it. Uh, for me, as long as I don't get the death threat, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, So, for that disclaimer. I mean, it really reminded me, I also need to put in a disclaimer, that the views and ex opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of KUCI or the Regents or the University. It's of me... And right here, so, but please don't send him any death threats. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so to begin with, um, could you introduce yourself and okay. also kind of what got you interested okay. in this? Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm a second year med student in UCI, uh, but I have been writing about food for at least three years. And, you know, I, I love to eat and by the concessions, I become interested in cooking and then learn about food. So uh, it's a, a new trend. And then, you know, like the during the last three years, I have been seeing a lot about the new type of diets. For me, and depriving self-deprivation for the sake of better, for the seeking of better health is, uh, I think it's a counterproductive. And I don't know what to eat because like, there's so many information out there. But uh, recently, I traveled to Turkey and I farmed for around 21 days. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Like woofing? Yeah, woofing. Okay. So like, yeah. yeah. And uh, during that time, uh, I learned about some uh, principles and I find them very liberating in a sense that by, by incorporating into my life, I feel like um, I am 
it intrigues my curiosity every day. I want to learn more about this. And also it's allowed me to grow and flourish as a person rather than a diet would make me a uh, cage and more uh, self-deprived. So this is more like a, uh, you, uh, in general terms, eat everything, but in moderation. Oh, okay. So sounds kind of Buddhist, maybe even. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can you tell me, like, so let's let's first maybe define kind of what what are we talking about when we say diet? It seems like you're talking about something that's kind of restrictive, right? It won't yeah. let you eat all of one thing. Is that the idea? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, in in the West, especially in the United States, when we think about food, we think about in only in two ways. So you have either good food or the bad food. There's nothing in between. So if you have a good food, if you eat it, you'll be healthy and you'll be lean, fit, and good. Right. And some, uh, to my surprise, sometimes that even correlates to somehow your morality and how you present yourself. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like if you can't keep away from yeah. bad food, that y- means... Yeah, you'd have no self-discipline. And okay. Yeah. And then on the other hand, if you eat bad food, you will be unhealthy. But I don't think it is necessarily true. So uh, when I was um, farming in uh, Turkey, what I realized is the people over there, they indulge in almost anything. They eat everything. Really? Yeah. So, uh, but usually one thing is uh, they eat restaurant food, yes. And they eat bread, they eat butter, they eat butter like crazy. So like in the morning when we fry an egg, they will put like three tablespoons of butter to fry two eggs. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> butter is better. It's yeah, better with butter. So I was like, uh, but then there are people, they're in the 80s and they're still walking up the mountain and they're still uh, totally fine. Right. Uh, but what I realized is for them, uh, the restaurant food is not to sustain life. They don't eat it to sustain life. Okay. So it's like a, a pleasure once in a while. Or? Yeah, it's like a celebration, something to celebrate for, something for uh, to uh, hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when to hang out with friends, they usually invite over and cook a meal together. So it's more like a uh, cooking and food is more like a lifestyle, mm-hmm. rad, uh, lifestyle rather than um, rather eating than a out. pleasure. Yeah, eating out is eating out is a celebration. Okay. So they don't apologize for it. They indulge fully for it. And then, so, yeah. So what I'm saying is in diet, in a way, uh, in United States, we think of it as a good food and bad food. Over there, diet is food. Literally, it means food. What What is your diet? I mean, what are you eating? Right. And, yeah, they eat everything. And what, whatever occasion arises, they eat according to the occasions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so is is the critical difference here, the, the idea that, they are cooking more. I mean, do you think that's like an important distinction that you you've come to realize? Or yes. So, uh, I think cooking is a necessity there. Um, I think and w- co- and why would like you could cook unhealthy things too, right? Or do you think uh, just the act of cooking is itself powerful? Or um, yes, you can you can cook unhealthy food, but he- it is true. Uh, but healthy foods are a lot easier to cook if you have to cook for yourself for the majority of the time most of the time you will end up sticking with healthy food and also and healthy food in a sense that uh, in, for me I like any type of food and then I will not deprive myself for, and 
for like pizza or like a Twinkie because they are unhealthy, but I still enjoy it. But you, I'll enjoy it in a mod, in what in ever moderation. Okay. But uh, yes, when you cook yourself, for example, you cannot cook yourself a Twinkie. You you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, I don't know uh, how to cook. A yeah, Twinkie. you cannot cook yourself a Twinkie, <laughs> and also like and processed food. Uh, and processed food is bad. There is this okay. And healthy food, I think, is just a two way. There's two main categories. Okay, one is the one that is what you think of as like a macaroni and cheese, very uh, carb heavy, okay, uh, fat laden food. <laughs> and another one is unprocessed food. For me, unprocessed food, the one that is uh, made by in a factory. It mm-hmm. is bad, mm-hmm. but you can still enjoy it. But then the other one is actually a good eat. I think it can like s- the mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. It can be a good eat, but okay. uh, but what I'm saying is the macaroni and cheese and stuff. When you when you start cooking yourself, you're not making as much. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So that that was an interesting point you brought up. You're saying that unhealthier foods, so the ones that aren't processed, but like maybe are heavy in things, are harder to make. At least in my pers- uh, experience, so okay. I have been uh, cooking for myself for the mature. I would say eighty to ninety percent of my meals. Uh-huh. I so when I come back from school and and my apartment at dinner, I cannot bring myself to make a whole casserole macaroni and cheese. I will probably make myself like a really fast um an, uh, a salad maybe and a grill uh, a grilled a grilled chicken um, or a very quick my favorite recipe is a sober uh, sober miso ramen so that's like things I go for but when you have to make the macaroni and cheese and bake a brownie you you don't have time or like you you, you just cannot bring yourself to do it I see yeah okay so there's this correlation in a sense between like yeah how healthy it is and and do you think the act of cooking like is there anything more to it? Like, do you are like because I can imagine you'd be more conscious of, in a sense, what you're putting in oh, to yeah. your food in a way that you wouldn't even realize if you weren't cooking oh, yeah, it. Definitely, and and cooking for me it is a process. It's not only to feed myself, but also it allows me to uh, connect. Uh, where my food comes from because uh, if you are cooking and you want to know where ingredients comes from that's like a natural consequence but um, I think when uh, in the United States especially there is a great deal of food waste going on you know we have uh, 40% uh, 40% of our food produced they never go on a plate and they just uh, languish I mean, uh, because it's unsold at supermarkets? Oh, so there are multiple reasons. First, um, it depends on the country, specifically to United States. First, uh, majority in United States is on the customers and then supermarket perspective uh, from uh, from side of view. So up to f- more than 52%, I would say, is from the customers and the supermarket. Okay. So um, the customers, uh, we are more wealthy to afford the vegetables compared to other countries so we are afford to throw away and like a fruit that doesn't look good yeah food doesn't look good or like when you buy a uh, buy a chicken and you don't want to um you don't want to eat it anymore because you got bored you just uh, throw it away right yeah but when you uh, when you start uh when you at least for me when i cook i feel connected to my food i know where they come from Mm -hmm. and then i feel less uh i feel less uh prone to discarding the food Okay, and uh, I think this might not necessarily have have to do with 
uh, your well-being as a physical well-being. But for me, it adds to another. Um, it makes me conscious and um, actually, in fact, health happy to be able to uh, to be able to you know uh, be aware of this. Oh, so you're saying like being sustainable and knowing that you are doing your best. Yeah, it's it's adding like a different layer of well-being. Yeah. Even? I think or, so. I feel like I don't know this depends on how you define a hell, right? You can define a hell as like a uh, free of any disease, but right. uh, or at least for me, is uh, whatever makes me feel creative, whatever makes me feel excited, whatever makes me uh, makes me makes me feel enthusiastic. In mm-hmm. addition to the free of disease, is also part of the part of the realm. I see. So at least for at least for uh, by eating this, uh, for me, I feel a more. Uh, connected to my food, and then by knowing that uh, any small changes I make contributes to a small part in the sustainability, it actually makes me feel good. And also, it is a journey. So I'm not saying that I am that I'm already doing it, and I'm I'm I have already mastered this. But what I'm saying is, um, this is a process, and it is for me. It's very fun to learn, and throughout the process, I notice. That um, I eat less food when I cook, and then my calorie intake is down. But I'm eating everything. I'm not. I'm not depriving myself from any specific type of food group. And in fact, I think that is uh, counterproductive. Many researchers already have shown that. I see. So you're not. You're not being selective about like cutting out carbs or anything. But you find that you're wasting less, and you're. Eating fewer calories, you're yes. saying. Are yes. you are you measuring like what you're doing in this experiment in any other ways? So I'm measuring. Okay, I measure how much waste I make. Like garbage, waste, garbage I make. Not the not. I don't count organic as the garbage. The organic okay. composted. I right. like plastics, papers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I I usually weigh myself. I weigh myself every week. Okay. Yeah. And then like I measure my uh, waistline. Uh huh. Yeah, waistline. So waistline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So these are the measure. I. I feel garbage like is going down. The garbage is oh my garbage go down significantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, weight. The weight stayed the same. I'm okay. You, I eat. You're a healthy weight, anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, but I was in my body fat percent goes down. Okay. Body fat percent yeah. goes down. Yeah. Waist goes stays the same. Yeah. Ish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, th- like, pretty good changes for not really even being selective about what you're yeah, eating. Yeah, so I eat like everything and but my friends Are you, are you selective about like kind of where you're buying from at yeah. all? Yeah. You are. Yes. It's so like I, organic stuff. So, um I don't necessarily try to buy organic. So I have to know the farmers. Mm-hmm. So I go to farmers market okay. and then I would say even when you go to farmers market, not all of them are organic. And also I would say that every just by eating organic, first of all, you're not uh, you are not uh, making a prom. You're not having a promise of being healthy, and also you're not uh, by just by choosing organic, you're not being sustainable. I would say uh, hmm. I can explain it more. But okay. uh, right now, I am buying myself uh, buy most all actually almost all my groceries from the uh, farmers market, uh-huh. and um, there are some farmers who are not necessarily organic. But they they use practices um, that are still uh, that are still environmentally friendly, 
but for some reason they cannot go through the paperwork process. Oh, to, I see. Yeah, okay, be, because it's like a, a certification. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not certified organic, but you know the farmer. You've talked yes. to them. You know how they do their thing. Yes, and you feel like you're still participating in being sustainable by buying, I guess, locally. From yeah, I, these. I would say that's the smallest steps that a customer can do uh, mm-hmm. to be first uh, to be part of the sustainable movement. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's interesting because you're really tying the sustainability thing to kind of health, right? Yes. You're saying like. It's it's like the whole lifestyle rather than just kind of selecting what you eat that will promote health. Yes, um, yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, when you start eating sustainable, you will start eating uh, first of all local, and then mm-hmm. these, and then you'll start cooking more, mm-hmm. and you'll just by doing the first two, by eating local and doing more, you are eliminating almost any uh, most of the packaged food. And mm-hmm. also by sustainable way of eating, what I'm saying is actually I don't even want to call that because it kind of rums into the idea of anything that is not sustainable. I cannot eat it. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying, I'm I like at least for me, I want to eat everything I want, but yeah. most of the time I will try to be sustainable. So that's like that's like my mantra right now. But when I'm do when I want to do ninety percent of my meal in a way that I try to get everything local and cook myself. Yeah. Um, first of all, you don't you don't go for chips for snacks anymore, and then you don't go to uh, McDonald's for late night dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the very first step that you go. All the processed food is mostly gone from your diet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then another thing is like. Um, when you go to the gro- when you go to the normal grocery stores, the first thing that you go is uh, if you if you don't try to be, you know, like a sustainer, the first thing that you go is what like the chip aisle, the the, right. the fruits, uh, you know, like all the cake aisle. Right. But in the farmers market, yes, they are there, but then you will they will not be attracted to you. They are not strategically placed in a way so that they will to attract you. Oh, in a farmer's market yeah. as opposed to a supermarket, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Right, right. So given this kind of um, distinction you're drawing, so I think you have a lot of people now who are very, quote unquote, health conscious, right? Yes. About how they live and uh, especially how they eat, yes. um, especially I think in California. Yeah. Um, do you think somebody who is uh, making dietary choices for health, are like say somebody is vegetarian because of... Mm-hmm. Health reasons mm-hmm. are they going to benefit less? You think, or I mean, what do you what do you kind of think of that? So I thought about the vegetarian diet uh, uh-huh. for a while, and, and and actually the last on my senior year, I I took a class on predictive health, and I did trash literally eating meat is bad eating meat is unsustainable mm-hmm. uh, it's bad for the environment, it's bad for the health. Mm-hmm. It is simply just not true, actually. Uh, hmm. If you look through the literature, if you deprive non-protein diet or some, uh, if you if you deprive any protein, any if you deprive meat protein, it does not necessarily make you become more fit or live longer. Okay. But what does make you the, all the the most convincing diet I have seen on literature is actually Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean, right? Which they eat everything in mm-hmm. more and like. And then, like it's literally what I seen in Turkey. They eat everything what the occasion calls for, mm-hmm. but most of the time they are they are making their own food. I think this is the, 
I don't know how to say. It. It's like it's not what you eat. It's literally how you eat has a more impact mm-hmm. on the body than what you eat. And it's actually very how you eat. Yeah, how you eat. I think it's how you eat has a more imp- yeah. impact on the body than what you. Eat. Yes, you can. Uh, um, you can eat everything in a sense. You can eat unhealthy food, but. The fact that you choose to f- save some for special occasions mm-hmm. and more uh, eat moderately that mm-hmm. will do you good because deprivation mm-hmm. in my I don't know, personally I don't think I choose not to uh, seek um, deprivation for a promise of health. I I don't I just, you don't like the idea. I, of... It doesn't work for me, and okay. I um, if it does work for you, I yeah. S- Salute to you. <laughs> I see. I see. So I mean, uh, I guess there's like a valid point to bring up. Like, are you gonna be even able to follow through? I mean, if you're punishing yourself each time, yes. Like, uh, are you gonna have the motivation to carry through? And if you don't, I guess it, there's not much value in that plan, right? Yeah. So there's that. But in 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 that sense, in practical sense, um, what if I bring up just kind of we're busy, right? Like, mm-hmm. so if you can cut out cooking as like one of the things you do mm-hmm. I mean I feel like that's why a lot of people kind of opt for either processed food or things like that um, do you have any like advice or recommendation for like you know how to put that either back in or what do you like do you recommend you know somebody who doesn't so you you talked about de- not depriving yourself let's put it this way yeah. um, you don't do don't uh, punish yourself for by not eating something. Yes. In that same argument, um, if somebody do- really doesn't like cooking, like mm-hmm. that's something that you know makes them unhappy. Do you think they should also not also cut it out? You know, that's like, a that's a really good question. Um, actually, in order to cook, you have to like to eat. So if you are the person who doesn't like to eat, who doesn't find joy in eating, you just want to eat for. Be- to stop that a growling feeling in your mm-hmm. stomach, then there is no advice. And like I'm, so, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> but in but if you are the person who likes to eat, cooking uh-huh. is actually very easy. And if you, it, it, you know, like every other things, you cannot just jump right into it. Okay. Like for me, uh, it takes around six months to be slowly adapting because I can. I know myself. I cannot literally just change overnight. So I would, uh, I would suggest in the beginning, what if you are eating hundred percent, hundred percent of your diet in a restaurant right now or like outside right now, okay, I would start with a snack. So if okay. you are, if you are, if you are, eat, buying the potato chips from a, a supermarket for your snack. I will start making uh, your own uh, my my own snack, uh, and then mm-hmm. after that for a month or two, you'll be like, okay, like I'm comfortable. First of all, the like, kitchen is like um, you have to be comfortable in it. Yeah. If you're not comfortable, and it is like an enemy to you, but if you're comfortable, uh, you feel safe, and it can even be um, kind of like a. a, a for me, it's kind of like a where I de-stress and decompress. Huh. But to reach the point, uh, to reach the point, you have to be not scared of anything. And start with a snack. And there's uh, the good thing about internet is there's so many blogs out there that have great ideas on uh, snacks and healthy food, uh, how to incorporate um, easy cook meal into your diet. Oh, interesting. Well, so on that note, maybe we can close with uh, you mentioning um, you have a blog yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I write about uh, 
the food I grew up eating as a childhood. Okay, uh, I'm originally from Burma, and I write a blog about Burmese food. It's called Lime and Cilantro. It, lime and, and cilantro. cilantro. Yeah. Uh, w- at at uh, w- uh, www.limeandcilantro.com. So you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is uh, limeandcilantro.com. Yeah. Awesome. So if you want some of uh, So's recommendations and check out some good Burmese food. And recommendations on that definitely check out limeandcilantro.com. Thank you so much, so for dropping by. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, so you've been listening to Pills on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is DJ Broca. If you want to follow the show, look up DJ Broca on Twitter or SoundCloud. Uh, coming up next, we'll have Bear, who's going to be giving you good grief. I hear on food as well. So we'll see what he has to say about the topic. Um, And stay tuned to KUCI.